I don't know why they call them chasers. It's not like cubs can run real fast. Double vodka with hot brownie chasers. He just wanted to watch me eat it. Make it. I can't say that. That's dirty. Chasers will do anything to get into your pants. I love them. Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome back. It's been a while. It's uh, Chubb's Gone Wild, episode 526. Is it? Is it? I'm going to look that up real quick. Um, did you see what I added to the uh, Chubb's Gone Wild Facebook page? The guy, uh, the the guy that's dancing in his underwear. The, uh, under, and he's a chubby guy, and he's selling underwear. It's an ad. You really? gotta, you gotta check it out because he's he's adorable, and it's a chubby guy selling underwear. I I was I was floored when I saw it. Oh, I said, you gotta cute. put this on. Yeah, he's very cute. Hello. Yeah. It's just, I'm always surprised when, I mean, I'm not surprised that they're trying to sell clothes to chubby guys or big women, you know, that that's not a surprise, but it's always surprised when they actually use chubby models to Mm -hmm. do it. Um, And, and, and he's not, he's not one of those, Oh, I'm 120 pound chubby, you know? Oh Uh, yeah. Right. He's actually a plus size model. Yes. So, anyway, I was kind of happy with that. Is it not the 527? It is 527. I originally said 526 because of a typo, but it is 527. Recorded on January 22nd, 2024. Welcome back, Tom. I'm sure we'll talk more about uh, your adventures and the winning of the championships and everything. Uh in your week. But in the meantime, guess what? It's 61 degrees and rainy outside the Chubscon Wild Remote Studios. Are you really 61 over there? Well, that's what they said today was going to be the high. Oh, but, okay. Uh, let me yeah, mine's showing 59. I don't have a 60 in the forecast. Yeah, um, the, the forecast uh, said oh, that. But it, yeah, 58 is what I'm seeing. But Oh, 61's tomorrow. Really, that's that's amazing. Because when I asked uh, the A device, if you know what I mean, yeah, uh, it was uh, it told me that it was going to be sixty one today. Apparently, it it lied. Well, or it could be perfectly correct, and it's the the you know the uh, meteorologists that are wrong. That is true. I have not be met a meteorologist time. that's been right in a long time. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the time that we get into the sixties during the afternoons. Because then I can open up the house, hmm. and because um, sixty degree weather doesn't bother me, but fifty just feels a little cold. Yeah, it has been. It, it, and, it, and of course, for those of you in Iowa who are just happy to be over freezing—I mean, over zero—as yeah. a warm-up day, because you know, last week they were uh, on the election day last Monday. All of um, Iowa was under zero. 
I know. And you As know, a hop. In, 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 that's just crazy. Down in Texas, they've been experiencing freezes. Like uh, Nephi, uh, where he is down in Houston, they, they had a, a freeze. And I said, well, you know, it's it's not freezing here, but it's really cold. It's cold for us here. It's like in a, in the, the I don't know, it was like in the 30s or something. And uh, he's like, well, we're freezing. We have pipes bursting and we have things happening. And I said, well, you know, we can both experience the cold. And he just had a meltdown. Oh, my God. It's like, you know, Texans, when you give them a little cold weather, they're just like, ah, anyway. Oh, we, we get that way, too. Well, yes. It's just but... cold weather. Well, that's, you know, it's all subjective. If you're used mm -hmm. to. Exactly. Uh, you know, like the people in Florida are used to having 70 degree winters. Mm -hmm. So when they're down into the 50s, they're shivering. Yeah, and when that, they get down yeah. into the 40s, they've got iguanas falling from the trees. <laughs> Scary. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not moving to Florida. No. Anything that falls from the trees that isn't a fruit or a leaf, I don't want to see. I didn't know gay guys fell from trees. Oh really? Right. You're gonna you're gonna do that? You're gonna <laughs> talk about you're gonna you're gonna throw out stereotype and, and nasty uh, awful it words. Florida, yes. Okay, go ahead. All right, it's twenty three uh, degrees. Throw twenty three days till Valentine's Day, two hundred eighty three days till Halloween, and three hundred thirty eight days until Christmas. Time to get our shopping underway. All right. Uh, Patreon offers folks a way to support creators and receive rewards not open to the general public, like special podcasts, videos, books, and more. And we want to thank our amazing current patrons, Clint, Nephi, Nick, DJ Sausage from the Universe, Eric, Sean, Phoenix Dave, Brother Sinatus, Kingsley, Kathy Bacon, and Moose P. Please visit patreon.com slash Game. Find out how you can become a supporter of all the work that we do for as little as a dollar a month. It's time for today's affirmation. Please take a moment to center yourself. Stretch your neck. Mm. I am created to succeed, and I give thanks for my success now. Ew. What? I'm sorry. It's oh. so, so religious. Religious? You're such I was created. I was, I was created to succeed. And I, anyway, moving on, you had to take it dirty, didn't you? Well, today in history, in Ew, Sacramento. What does that mean? <laughs> today in history, in Ew. Sacramento, California courtroom on January 22nd. Oh, I thought this was very Sloan thing, but it's not. Oh, okay. gosh. No. Uh, um, uh, Theodore J. Kaczynski pleads guilty to all federal charges against him, acknowledging his responsibility for a 17-year campaign of package bombings attributed to the Unabomber. Was all one of those in, in Sacramento? I think so. It's probably why it was tried here. I'm trying to wonder why. He, yeah, it was like, why is he yeah. tried here when he was famous? For, okay. It's been a long time, I guess. Yeah. Uh, also, 2008, Heath Ledger died of accidental prescription drug overdose. And 
1973 Roe versus Wade is decided. Mm-hmm. We all know how that turned out. Yeah. Thanks, Trump. <clears throat> holidays. Let's see if we celebrated any holidays. I just know we must have. Uh, today is Answer Your Cat's Questions Day. I'll be doing that later when I go outside and talk to the strays. When they say, Meow, and I'm like, no, he hasn't brought any food yet. Stop it. I'm going to have to come over there and slap you. <laughs> uh, better business communication. Celebration of life. Hmm. Okay. Uh, come in from the cold. I'll do that. I love that song. Come oh, in wait, that's from the from cold. Me. Jimmy Dean. Jimmy Dean. Wait, no, that's not it. All right. Uh, community manager appreciation. Hmm. Dance of the Seven Veils. Nope. Uh, International Sweatpants Day. Got it. All right. Uh, National Blondie Brown, a oh, Blonde Brownie Day. That's a dessert. Oh, okay. I get, that makes more sense. Uh, National Hot Sauce Day. No. Uh, polka Dots. No. Okay. Um, Southern Food. No. Um, Roe versus Wade Day. Well, we all know how that turned out. We're not allowed to celebrate anymore. Uh, and also, yeah, so those are the days for today. Well, kind of ended on a downer. <sighs> but you know what aren't downers? Birthdays. And we have a lot of birthdays from a week ago that, well, we don't, we hope that you had a great birthday if your birthday was a Oh, dear God, just start calling out names. Fine. Don't blame this on me. I wasn't going to. Oh, you were blaming it on me. I know where it was going. Only on the inside. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Excuse me. Happy birthday to Sean, Kevin, Rich, uh, Stacy, Linda. Oh, it's uh, Arthur Amrins from uh, formerly of the Amrins podcast. He was over there in Hobbitland. Isn't that four words? No, 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 not this. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, and then uh, John, John Zell. Happy birthday, John Zell. Also, uh, John, David, that blue jeans guy. We have Maze, Lisa, Michael, Clinton. Not our Clinton, but uh, another fun Clinton. The cute smile, and Shane. Aw. Well, that's nice. Happy birthday, everybody. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a whole lot. Uh, I know. It, it seemed, but, you know, we had some back ones from last week that we weren't able to get to, and they're, they're gone now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, feedback. Sean says an 85-inch TV sounds awesome. We got a new uh, we got a new fifty five inch TV last month. Didn't have the space for anything larger. I get that. I get that. I mean, this thing is so big. It is so big. <laughs> it, it, it is. I mean, people have picture windows that are the same size as my television. I have a picture window that is the, just slightly larger than this television. Oh, yes. but when I was in, you know, when I was in Vegas. I had, we, um, 
our, our room looked right out on the strip, which was really cool. The sphere was over here. You know, you could see, um, we could see the fountains f- from our room. Mm-hmm. Um, well, portion of the fountain. And no, that the, big ball. That's the sphere. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and so all of a sudden, um, uh, all of a sudden we uh, um, said, well, there's a projector in here. What's that? So we lowered the curtain in the, cause they had like a, and mm-hmm. it was a projector screen. Wow. And so we turn on the projector and then we got 120 inch um, projection that uh-huh. we were watching. So it's like, um, it's like, I, I had my iPad, which has all the stuff we usually watch, but uh, just to see something so big. Yeah. You know, we're watching <laughs> crap TV or whatever's on HBO just so we can, you know, it's, it's, I felt like I could drive my car up and watch you know, a movie. It was so, yeah. Big. That's, that's kind of cool though. It was, it was, it was really, that was really fun. Well, let's see. Another feedback thing. Uh, Nephi writes in and says, 85-inch televisions are disgusting, and anyone who owns them is living to excess as a... No, I'm kidding. He he didn't say that. I know. Uh, No, but... He's going to be mad that you threw his name out. (laughs) Oh, well, he can deal with it. Um, I kind of want to get one of those, but for my mom, like... I think that she would just love something like that. Although she'd probably be like, well, it's a little too big in this little room, but I, I yeah, still, I mean, that's, that's like, the whole thing. You can only get a TV that is that, that your room can handle. Yeah. I think so, mine could handle a bigger one, but 85 is probably just a little too much for, for Well, what do you have right now? Uh, I have a 51 or 52. I think it's a 51 and it's, Per, it's totally fine. But, you know, there's always that, like, little, hmm, I wonder what if. All right. Anyway, it's time for Chub Hugs, Tom. What Chub Hugs do you have that you want to send out? Um, well, uh, Chub Hugs sending out to the good people of New Hampshire who today can make, or, well, tomorrow, can make a difference in this election if they support Nikki Haley. <laughs> And and at least put, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, they Trump always shows himself as Jesus getting the the sword, you know, tucked into. Let's give him the sword just so he 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 always, you know, because he feels like he's just walking to the election. You know, I have I'm I'm a accused criminal. I've I've got you know I'm. I've got trials everywhere and I'm going to be president of the United States and somebody needs to say, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be New Hampshire. And then it needs to be, um, uh, what's the next one? It's, it's not South Carolina. It's what's the one in between. Is it Nevada? I no. anyway, whatever. These people need to, you know, I'm giving you the chub hug to, to find the strength to not vote for Trump. But then the question poses if uh if 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 another person is, another Republican is nominated, would they have a better shot at winning? Um well probably not, but hmm. I don't want Trump to win. Right yeah. now they think he's gonna win. Yeah. 
No, no, not 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 just the Republicans. I mean, you watch MSNBC, and they're they're predicting right now that he's that Trump's going to win. I just don't understand. I don't either. I don't either. So I'm sending out the chub hugs to give people the strength to make this not happen. Well, I'm going to send my chub hugs out to anybody who thinks that their vote doesn't matter. Fucking get your ass out there and vote, especially if it is against the crazy Republicans. I, you know what? I, I have to say that I wouldn't even mind. Well, I mean, I, I don't like their policies and stuff like that. But if it was like a, a boring old Republican like we used to have, I probably wouldn't even mind as much. Right. But this new set of crazy people, I just because you know he's coming. He'll come after the gays. He'll come I'm after the immigrants. Everybody. He's I mean, already taken you know women's rights away from them. So okay. he's already come for some some portion of the women's rights. He'll come for more. It'll just it's it's a continuation of horribleness, and people need to understand that. And there will be no stopping. No, no. We, well, first of all. He'll be a dictator within a couple years. Oh, no. I, I don't even think that. I, th- I think that the the group that he has that set up that are going to work under him are going to just gut everything immediately. Uh, I just, yeah. it, it's ridiculous. Okay, moving on. Moving on from the, the craziness. Let's talk about death. Uh, celebrity deaths. We have uh, David Gale, best known as a recurring role as Brenda Walsh's fiance on Beverly Hills 90210 as Dr. Joe Scanlon on the daytime soap opera Port Charles. He died January 20th. He was 58. Marlene Shaw, Marlena Shaw, who famously sang California Soul, died uh, January 19th at 81. Canadian broadcast journalist, host, and actress Noreen Virgin died on the 15th at age 77. Joyce Randolph, the last surviving member of member of the Honeymooners cast, died January 13th at 99. Uh, Alex Musser, hope I'm pronouncing that right, the actor best known as Del Henry on All My Children and his brief memorable appearance in the movie Grown Ups died January 12th by suicide. He was only 50. Bill Hayes, the beloved daytime television actor who starred as Doug Williams in the daylight uh, day, days of our lives for more than five decades, died on the 12th. He was 98. Yeah, I, I, I watched him all during those uh, the early mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. Uh, Doug's place. That's yep. where, because you know he he was a singer, and then you had the um, the girl. What was her name? Gloria um, Loring. Gloria Loring, yeah, and she was on the show. We also had um, um, from the um, to, to, to the Fifth Dimension, uh, the the lead singer. She was on the show for a while too, and they all oh. sang at Doug's place. So. Oh. It was great because it gave a whole different um, aspect to daytime soap operas, actually having, you know, music performed. Yeah. And nice. I remember when Hope, Bo and Hope got married and they, the radio just droned their love song 
into the ground. Well, it, it wasn't their fault. It was because it was popular. Now, which one was theirs? Theirs was I'll be your friend. Oh, that, no, that, that was that was Gloria Loring's song, right? Yeah, well, it was it was Gloria and whoever she sang with that right. song. With that, but it was their. I, I believe it was their theme song. Because um, for the for the their love song, well, I I could look it up because I have to. Well, because there was another song that was really popular. I remember um, uh, "Broken Wing" was Josh and Savannah's song, mm. and they every oh. time. They- I was wrong. Okay, so it was celebrate my love for you. Tonight, I celebrate my love for you. Oh, no, that's not quite the way it goes, but yes. Yeah. Um, and then, a- um, then there was uh, um, uh, Patch and Kayla's, and theirs was was that on the wings of love? No, I don't know. I know uh, one. Light me up. Let's see. Uh, Patch and Kayla's love song was oh yeah it's giving me some weird ass oh wait maybe i just spelled it wrong i'm not in love days in our lives version that doesn't make sense if your heart comes out tonight see that doesn't sound right either oh it doesn't matter feel the magic no 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 that's weird i don't remember that i i don't i mean i remember them of course and Patch just died recently, too. No, he didn't die. What? That was a lie. An internet lie. He didn't die. Seriously? Yes. Yeah. I thought, I thought we... I, I mean, I'll look it up again and see if, if, if the information is caught up. But everything I looked up after I saw it online, um, um, then all of a sudden it was like I, I went, something doesn't feel right. So I looked it up again and... It didn't show him as being dead. Stephen Nichols. Uh, Bill Hayes, but we knew about that one. Um, Stephen Nichols, born in 1951, still alive. Wow. Well, that was fucked up. Yeah. Well, good that he's still so- alive, but yeah. Huh. That's crazy. I know. I know it's it's amazing because if you want to, you can you you can make a meme that says, "Oh, I'm so sad to find out that so and so died." Send it on the internet, put it on X, put it on uh, Facebook, and see how far it goes. Well, next you're gonna find out that Betty White died. No, no, she's still alive. I I believe that. Think of how many times that they announced her dying before it actually. Right. Yeah. Anyway, all right, well, uh, continuing on, uh, Lynn Marta, the actress known for her roles in Footloose and uh, Three Men and a Little Lady, died January 11th. Uh, she was 78. British film and TV director Roy Battersby died on the 10th after a brief illness. He was 87. Peter Crombie the actor for known for playing Crazy Joe Devola on Seinfeld died the 10th. He was 71. Aiden Canto, the actor known for his uh, for work on the TV series The Cleaning Lady and Designated Survivor, 
and such films as X-Men Days of the Future Past died from cancer. He was only 42. Uh, Henry Johnson, veteran actor, appeared on Battlestar Galactica, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and Law and Order, died January 2nd. Following a long illness, he was 81. Adam Harrison, the second oldest of Pawn Stars cast member Rick Harrison's three children, were found dead at age 39. Uh, the, 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 uh, said that he suffered an overdose. And T- uh, Tisa Farrow, Mia Farrow's youngest sibling, died in her sleep on January 10th. So that is a lot. And uh, it was a lot because, well, just Tom wasn't here. All right, moving on. (laughs) Celebrity news. The Duchess of York, Sarah Ferguson, has been diagnosed with skin cancer following her diagnosis with an early form of breast cancer this summer. Uh, She was in getting a reconstructive surgery for after a uh, full mastectomy um, and... uh, they found this latest version. Uh, Dr. Terry DeBrow uh, gave, Ozi- uh, gave Ozempic a shot, but missed out on the joy of eating. While he was, while he still supports the medication, he can he didn't feel that side effects were worth the reward. In addition to low grade nausea, the botched star lost interest in food. The plastic surgeon, who is married to the Real Housewives of Orange County star, uh, did I say that right? Who is married to the Real Housewives of Orange County star Heather Dobrow. Yes, okay. Uh, noted that Ozempic really took all the joy of eating away. Hmm. Yeah, that's the point, isn't of course, it? He only had 15 pounds that he was well, and, both and overweight, too. You heard what they're saying now. What? That as soon as you stop taking the medicine, the weight gains comes right back. Oh, well, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all, because basically whatever told you you don't care about food is now saying, hey, hey, eat up. Look at this donut. (laughs) Hmm. All right. Well, um, with that, Tom wants to talk to you about his trip to Vegas. Well, first, let me talk about a little TV. Okay. Um, We're watching The Real O'Neills, and um, we're we're really enjoying it. I'm I'm really surprised how much I've forgotten about this series. Mm -hmm. Of course, I only watched it the first time uh, when it first came out. I didn't watch it again after that until now. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's it's such a good series. It so is. Much, I think the big mistake they made with the show was making it too gay right out of the, out of the gate. Hmm. Because, I mean, uh, the commercials made it super gay. Right. And so I think that turned a lot of people off because the Kenny character, sure, Especially the first season, it was a lot about Kenny, but it was still also about the rest of the family. Right. And, and not just with their dealing with Kenny, but dealing with their own situations. The very first episode, we find out that Shannon's a thief, that J- mm-hmm. Jimmy's a uh, you know, dummy, um, mom and dad are getting a divorce, and Kenny's gay. So yeah. it, it's like, so they all, and they admitted that at the uh, very loudly in a back room at a church event where everyone yeah. could. Hear. So, 
So and if Martha Plimpton was, is brilliant, isn't she? What? Martha Plimpton is brilliant. Yeah, she's, she's the she's mother. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've really been enjoying the show. Um, are you, have you, are you used to watching The Floor? No. Okay. Well, um, the second and third episodes, I mean, the thing is, it's the same cast. So, uh-huh. it's, you know, the, I, I like the trivia portion of it. I just hate the game. Uh-huh. And you know what? I, exactly. I if I'm watching a game show, I don't want to see 80, 80, same 81 people every week. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I, it's it, to me, it's boring. And I think Rob Lowe does not look um, there. They need to style him better, you know, cause his, he's trying to do the same thing I'm doing, which is a low grade beard. Well, yeah, but it works for you. It works for me, but I'm not a fucking movie star. I and, think he looks good, but I understand exactly what you're I think. Saying. Well, try watching it on an 85 inch TV and you'll disagree. Uh, <laughs> With yourself, like watch him realize I was I right, but yeah, I mean, it's just he looks really terrible on my TV. Uh, uh, I mean, terrible from, you know. Yeah, no, I yeah. Yeah, it's it's Rob Lowe. Right, uh, he's supposed to be forever young, and he's not. Hmm. Okay, uh, so uh, let's see. Also, uh, Bill Maher is back on uh, HBO or Max. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who uh, usually he starts. Well, I guess he starts about this time. Usually it's a little later in the, in the, the month. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's back. Uh, I know a lot of it is because, you know, after the writer strikes, so much of his people, we've discussed this before, you know, he doesn't need the pay, but the people who work for him certainly need the pay. So I think maybe that's why they're back a little early. Yeah. Um, as you, and, and as we talked to, no, we actually, we didn't talk about this last week. Um, I broke down. Because Aww. I couldn't find RuPaul's Drag Race anywhere. I mean, you know, I've heard that if I wink, wink, can find it somewhere, mm. but it's it's like I don't know how to do that. Right. So, so I ended up buying it on uh, Vudu. Um, you know, uh, with a, a, a gift that I received from somebody for Christmas. Aww. So. Um, and and so uh, we've been enjoying it. Uh, uh, first two episodes were the episodes where they, because they, they have 14 contestants. So as a way to get the audience to really get to see these characters, they bring the, uh, they bring in seven and seven, seven the first week, seven the second week, and let them show themselves for the audience, basically. Mm-hmm. So. In the first two episodes, they don't send anybody home, but it's more of a, a you know get to know us kind of thing, get together. Then, um, uh, then what happens on the third episode? Then we we start the competition, and the the queen that went home, oh my god, because it was a sewing, it was a ball, and with the ball, you you can bring two of the looks to the ball, but the third look you have to make in house in one day, and and this queen wow. was not able to do it and and uh and not able to do it and ended up coming out in clam digger sh- uh, pants that they just got off the rack and, and and a shirt that they they kind of they cut portions of another shirt hot glued it onto this one shirt took some other pieces of the shirt hot glued them in this the pockets of the clam diggers and called that an outfit it looked like something you'd see at the grocery store. And this is RuPaul's Drag Race. 
So that queen wow. went out. Yeah, it was just hideous. It was hideous. Uh, and her wig, her wig still had, I mean, you could actually see, and believe me, I've got the TV for it. You could actually see the uh, the lace around the wig. You know, there's that, that lace stuff. A lot of people cut it out, or at least oh, you tag yeah. it down. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, this yeah. was like, it was actually peeling up. It was bad, bad. So, mm-hmm. um, and then what's what's cool is that I'm not getting untucked because I'm not paying 20 bucks to watch a half hour show, right? Not doing it. So, um, but they've got a show on YouTube called Pit Stop, which is um, uh, basically uh, they talk about the show. So it's it's kind of like an after show, um, but it's uh, right now Trixie Mattel is the one hosting it, and then she brings in like a, a, a queen, and they discuss how awful everything was. So and it was very funny, very funny episode. Okay. Um, it just it, it, it's one thing when you got like Andy Cohen, you know, talking about the after show bullshit. I don't care. Yeah. These are queens, and they're going to sit and they're going to get vicious. And it was, uh, it was good. Uh, Bianca used to do the the uh, hosting, and you can watch old episodes with her. And I just sit and I laugh my ass off. the 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 pit stop pit stop is funnier than the show, which it should be. Right. Uh, anyway, um, Raid the Cage just finished its first season on Paramount Plus or CBS. You can go back to Paramount Plus and look at all. 12 episodes. If you have have you watched it yet? Which one? Rated Cage? No. It's on my list, but I just haven't gotten to it. Well, and, and see, this is perfect for you because it's one of those shows that you turn on, there's no commercials, and it's just people answering trivia questions and then grabbing prizes. Oh, and, well, that sounds fun. It sounds better than the floor. Yeah, and, and so you're also um, you know, it's 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 kind of quick pace, it's fun. Um and it's I, I, I love watching people try to They've got certain amount of time to grab as much as they want. And if they can't grab it, then they lose all their prizes that they gathered because they got to get out of the cage before the doors shut on. Very, it's just so much fun. It, I, I haven't been this excited about a game show in a long time. And Damon Wayne's Jr. from uh, Happy Endings is just so delightful. I can't wait for him to loosen up, though, because when he was Brad in um, – um, happy endings. He was just such a, a, a delightful character and it's perfect for a game show. Perfect. So I think we're going to see that with the new season. And he's one of the uh, the producers, so he can do shit, which is good. Um, as I mentioned, Bachelor is coming back on tonight. Uh, so looking forward to that. And don't be waiting until week six and go, I don't know where the first two episodes went. I can't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Uh, there's, uh, two shows. Well, not two shows. There's, I found a guy on the internet. His name is Tom Allen. I sent you the episode or, or the scene of it from, um, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's this balding. Well, he's bald. He's a bald Englishman. Uh, he's about 40 years old. I don't know why I haven't seen him before now. He actually, uh, the British baking, holiday show he hosted one or two seasons of that i think okay i'll have to go back he's so funny yes um uh, and then i I, and then of course 
once once the algorithm goes, oh, you like Tom Allen? Hey, we got other things for Tom yeah. Allen. And so and now I'm starting to get a bunch of those on, on YouTube. So I'm, I'm looking forward to watching more. Uh, on Peacock, The Traitor uh, Season 2 with Alan Cummings is on. So um, if you were a fan of The Traitors Season 1, it's now on Peacock Season 2. Um, also a really, it's, it's a reality show with reality TV stars. I mean, they've got housewives, survivor, big brother, the challenge. Uh, they even have a, uh, an ex speaker of the, uh, um, uh, the, uh, British, what do they call their, their thing? Their, well, no, they, the, where they all yell at each other. Um, speaker, speaker of the exchequer, right? I don't yeah, know. But, yeah, whatever that play, uh, he's he's an ex guy, okay. and then um, and he's pretty funny. Uh, then there's uh, Ted the series, which is also on Peacock, mm-hmm. uh, which is a uh, forty minute episode seven se- seven episode season of the Mark Wallenberg Ted show. But in this, he's it's not Mark Wallenberg; it's Mark Wallenberg as a like thirteen or fourteen year old with a teddy bear. That, mm-hmm. And the teddy bear, he's had his time, and now nobody's interested in him anymore, and he's still causing problems. Still funny. And then I saw the movie The Holdovers, which is also on Peacock. I spent a lot of t- time on Peacock, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, this is Paul Giamatti, uh, the movie that he'll be receiving an Academy Award nomination tomorrow for. Um, I don't know if the picture will get up, but um, it's uh, about – a school in the um, in the east, northeast. Um, it's it's Christmas time, and holdovers is what they call the kids who have nowhere to go at Christmas. Remember, like when Harry was stuck at at school over Christmas, and Ron stayed. Yeah, that's that's what's going on this, this this year on this. So Paul Giamatti is the professor that gets stuck with the kids while everybody else goes home for Christmas holiday. Hmm. And, and he's he's one of those teachers that is a butthole at the especially at the beginning of the show. Of course, he gets better as as the thing goes on, and he's dealing with students that are assholes, um, rich assholes, as he mentions in the show, because uh, it's a boarding school for rich kids who basically their parents can't control. So yay, they get to live there full time. Yeah. Uh, but there's really good performances. I thought the movie was too long, uh, but the performances are good. Uh, this is by Alexander Payne, who did um, amazing movies like the uh, the Depend- Dependence, Dependence, um, George Clooney in Hawaii. That movie, my favorite movie of the year that year, um, The Election with uh, Reese Witherspoon. He directed that, but he also did movies that I hated, like Sideways. So. He's like a hit miss guy for me, you know. If you like if you the if you like this movie, you're going to hate his next one. It's it's almost guaranteed. At least that's how it works for me. Um, and uh, oh, and then Vegas. So I was in Vegas. Um, uh, we uh, were there for a softball tournament. Yes, a softball tournament. No, I was not mm-hmm. playing. Um, so we um, we got down there a couple days ahead of time, um, just so we wouldn't be rushed. And uh, uh, we ended up with a real nice place over at the Hilton. Um, Like I described, it was a one-bedroom. We had one of those big jacuzzi tubs for two, and which I'm not climbing into because it was too fucking 
to climb into, but Sean used it almost every night. Um, you know, it's a huge, huge room. We had a full kitchen, um, which uh, forced us to have to go to Costco because we had a full size refrigerator too. It was crazy. It was crazy. Anyway, uh, and it's right on the the Miracle Mile, so there was a lot of restaurants and stores right next to the hotel. Um, on Thursday night, we went to see RuPaul's Drag Race show that was there. That they uh, um, and it's if you're in Vegas and you like RuPaul's Drag Race, you have to see the show. It's it's got all the characters in the show are from the the show, are, are from the the TV show are on the their stage show. So they come out and they talk and well they it's it's like okay we're gonna have it's a contest and who's gonna win the night type thing. And so right. that's it, it's just it's really cute, really fun show. And then we saw one called Potted Potter and it is uh uh it's a two man show where they're supposed to tell the uh the whole story of Harry Potter all seven books. And, and of course, um, it is not what it says it's going to be, um, because one guy is, uh, knows nothing about Harry Potter books. And the other guy is like, he knows everything about Harry Potter books. And so they're going to act them out, but they don't have a budget. You know, it's just, it's a cute little show about two guys, um, fucking up. Um, but it was, uh, we had a good time. Sean enjoyed himself. It was fine. Um, yeah, uh, uh, it was, it was, I mean, these guys work their asses off for 90 minutes though. I'll tell you, cause they're the only ones on stage and they're doing silliness and, and they're both British. So you would like that part too. Oh, nice. Um, and they were both cute. Oh, well, that's always a plus. Always a plus. Yeah. And that's about, I mean, there's other things, but I'm just exhausted. So go ahead. Okay. All right. Well, let's see. So we did watch a couple things. Um, let's see. Percy Jackson. So, yeah, the first one was Percy Jackson. Are you all caught up on all the episodes so far? Well, we ended up in Las Vegas, right? Uh, yes. Yes, so I'm yeah. going to up. All right. So episodes four through six um, was the last one. Vegas. The last one, no. The, well, the last, yeah. I was just trying to make sure because I th- that I know that they left Vegas and went to the ocean. Just trying. Did to they get because the, I didn't see that one? Okay, well, it, it could have been the end of the same episode. Hmm. Anyway, okay, so yeah, I it doesn't matter. I'm enjoying it. I'm. I think these three episodes were. Even I mean, way better than the last three episodes, and those were good. So I am full in on this one and looking forward to more. Um, I do think that they every episode they have a big bad kind of, you know, to throw at them. And <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Sometimes they kind of come out of nowhere, uh, like the 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 mother of monsters. It's kind of like, oh, where'd she come from? Okay, well, this is what she does. Okay, uh, now we're okay. Oh, and and defeated. So, um, and obviously that's the way the show's got to be. I'm not panning it, but it is a little 
like just kind of oh okay but i thought i'm just really enjoying the series and i wasn't sure i was going to so what do you think of it well i I think i'm enjoying it more than you are because i'm not sitting there questioning everything but um well i mean i figure it's got to be a monster every week because you know that's that's the, the the story is him traveling and them trying to kill him. So right. did you get to the gold chair? I don't know which that. Okay. that you don't know what I'm talking about. Then you might be one episode behind. No, uh, cause I saw the Vegas one and that's the last episode that aired. Nope. If you don't under, if you don't know what I'm saying by the gold chair. No. You're you're an episode behind. I just watched it last night. Okay. So maybe a new one dropped. But maybe it's okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you'll love it. This this was one. I, I just I'm really enjoying it. So there. That's all I'm gonna say about it. I don't want to give away any spoilers for anybody that hasn't seen it yet. Yeah. Uh, well, let's just say if you got Disney Plus or if you got Hulu, watch it. Yeah, and if you love fantasy, you love the the Harry Potter type stuff, anything like that, and you're gonna like this. So the kids are good, and there's lots of uh, there's lots of uh, um, uh, cameos. Right. Oh yes, and not only that, but the ca- the the um, the kids they're not dumbing down the kids. No, not at all. And I really appreciate that. So okay, and then. Uh, the other the other show also on Disney Plus, which I knew nothing about until, well, it was just there, and I said, "Oh, the whole thing's out." I all the episodes of Echo. So Echo, uh, Echo was the um, if you watch the Daredevil uh, show, okay. what's that? Okay. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah, it was Hawkeye. Um, for some reason, I, I, I Daredevil plays into it, but I guess the only because okay, it was Kingpin. Um, well, but uh, specifically because uh, Daredevil went up against Kingpin, but yeah, so Hawkeye uh, was the one where Echo was introduced, and we get like the full thing with her. She is. Native American, which it, it, the whole thing center, centers around that. Um, now there is also Latinx in it because they are Lopez, but primarily it is. Um, and she's deaf. She is, and she also has a missing leg. Well, the yes. lower part, like foot, and, um, and from a car. A isn't she a lesbian too? Uh. That's I'm not completely sure of. They haven't really gotten into any gone into any. For some of reason, that. I think she's a lesbian. Maybe it's just me. I, how many episodes did you watch? Uh, all of it. I'm done. Oh, I only saw the first two. Okay. Uh, yeah. Then I can understand how it can can lead that. Also, the little girl in the tent was her sister. So, because um, when I first saw that without any context, I thought maybe she was had a crush on the little girl and they were friends, but no, that's her sister. Um, so it is good. It does get a little bit magic-y, but not anything that is like, you know, it's, she doesn't like take off and start flying through the sky or anything like that, but it, it is a good solid series. It, re- it does a great representation. Um, 
for now for the Choctaw, basically. Uh, yeah, so watch it. It's good, but don't think that you're gonna get, um, you know, like uh, Wonder Woman coming in or anything like that. But, well, you know what I, I like about this is um, I'm I'm always a big fan of of looking at a different character. Mm-hmm. Already know the storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's uh, I always because th- I always thought it'd be funny to write. A, well, I, I've kind of diddled around with it. Um, like for instance, what did the neighbors to um, uh, at the Exorcist? The people who lived across the alleyway. Uh, what were yeah. they thinking? What the noise that was going on there, and yeah. were, was some of that 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 scariness fact affecting them, or or you know, like when things were flying around the room, were they yeah. flying around the room with them because they were you know adjacent to them? I always thought it would be interesting to see what the neighbors think right. on some of these shows, like uh, Streetcar Named Desire. He's there out there going, "Oh my God, Stanley's out there screaming again! I'm going <laughs> to call the police! I'm going to call the police! This is ridiculous!" It's like the original Charmed when they finally met one of the neighbors and they're like, we just thought you guys had a lot of wild parties. So, yeah. Uh, I do like that. And and this can definitely, this is one of those characters where you're like, wow, she's a really badass character. And then you get a full series about her and it pays off. It's good. It's really good. So, um, And I love the fact that they had sign through the whole thing it wasn't distracting um it was just really well done so oh and it had um i think it had date was it david so in it i have to look that up for later when you talk about finishing it but uh it had some of my favorite older actors who have played uh native american parts before in it so Anyway, uh, anything else that we're watching currently together? Um, well, I've I've watched uh, I've seen all of Monarch. You have okay. Uh, I just finished it. So, what did you think? Okay, this is Monarch Legacy of Monsters. It's an Apple TV exclusive, which right. meant I had to go find it, and of course, I found it without the Japanese subtitles. But uh, there was still enough going on in the scenes that you understood basically what was happening uh, for those scenes. But what did you think? I enjoyed it. I, I've always, okay. I, I, I'm old and I've been around, I'm, I'm almost as old as, as Godzilla. I may be older. I don't know. And so I've grown up with Godzilla forever. So I've mm-hmm. always been a big fan of Godzilla and, and the whole monster thing. So um, what I liked about this show was, it wasn't about Godzilla. It really wasn't. It was about, I mean, yes, it was about Godzilla because they make reference to the movie that came out where Godzilla was trying to kill those two monsters that were in San Francisco. Yeah. So, so that that's part of it. So they, they're, they're kind of constructing from there. Uh, But the movie is about this girl who goes to, to visit where her dad was living in Japan Mm-hmm. Um, she actually was uh, in San Francisco during G Day, right. which was Godzilla Day, and so um, she goes to visit her dad, who just passed away, 
gets to his house, opens the door and finds out that he's got a whole other family living in that house. Well, yeah. a son and a, and a wife. Right. So um, they're, they, they have their own little thing going on. And then also they get a, uh, a they get a, um, a siren goes off. So everybody runs to the, uh, um, to, to the shelters thinking though, there may be like Godzilla showing up back mm-hmm. in the Japan. And so, once they get into the shelter together, the three of them kind of join together and go, well, we need to find out what's going on and what happened to our dad now. Mm-hmm. And so the two of them, they go off trying to find out what's happening. And it's them with one of their friends traveling around. Well, not around the world, but around quite a bit of space trying mm-hmm. to find out what's happened to the dad. Um, and, and, and every once in a while, actually every episode we get a, uh, a creature, we get a monster, something's mm-hmm. going on. Um, so there's there's something happening. Uh, it, it moves well. There's a storyline that's about the people um, who first discovered the the hole where that leads to this other world um, right. back in the 50s. And now this is t- this takes place in it wasn't current. I don't remember what when it took place, but uh, 2015 is when 15th, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And then when at the end it was 2017. Yeah. So um, it's just about um, there's so much going on. I was thoroughly mm-hmm. enjoying it. I, I I really had fun. Kurt Russell stars in it as well because his son is one of the creators of the show, and his son is also his son plays the younger version of him. Okay. Yeah. So that was really cool too, um, and, but it was just it was just so much fun. It really was a fun show, and it had a great ending at the uh, the end of the uh, um, the first season. Had a great ending. Uh, Sean didn't like it because he doesn't like cliffhangers, uh, but it's like, oh. oh, that's the best part of the ending of a season. Uh, yeah. But, and then the, the but what was so much fun about that was it makes reference to a different movie that we know about so it was all good it was all really good and fun and i look forward to a second season if they don't have one i'm rushing the offices at at apple tv (laughs) and from what i understand they are they are already supposed to have secured it but i'll have to you know i'll have to check to make sure but i agree i actually uh, it, it took me a couple days to get through it, but I it was another one that I binged watched because it was so good that every time I went to turn it off and say, okay, enough for now, I ended up watching the first five minutes of the next episode and getting sucked in and watching the whole thing. Uh, the cast was, was excellent. The production values were great. Uh, there were some times when I felt like uh, I could use a little bit more monster, but they gave me enough to... to keep me going um yeah it, it really great show totally recommend it whether you're into monster movies or or not doesn't matter well this is a good show yeah and there, there there's enough going on that it's it's not a monster show right exactly it, it, the monsters are supporting characters in the show and you're getting caught up in the characters and their search for their father's death and yeah. what happened so yep uh, it totally out of the Apple show, because the last Apple show I saw was that one where the, I don't even remember what the hell it was, the 
the one where the monsters or aliens or something came out of nowhere and you never knew really what the fuck was oh, invasion. On. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I really wanted to like it and there was some good things in it, but I just, the characters, I didn't care about any of the characters. Well, and, and they, they had too many characters. That's true. And, yeah. And, and then the second season started and I thought, okay, the second season, I watched the whole first one. Mm-hmm. Second season started. The first episode was good. And then the, Second ep- first episode was good. Second episode went just back to the same old bullshit that the, mm. the season had, and I went, okay, I'm done. Yeah. See, I wasn't even really interested in watching the second season. This one, I want them to bring a second season out now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, the new WoW patch dropped, World of Warcraft. Uh, it is, and it brought with it some uh, solo dungeons with NPCs, those that know WoW will know what that is. Um, and it it was so fun. It's so fun running dungeons without the pressure of running them with other live people, but you still have the feeling that you're in a group. Um, so that was that was really fun. Um, and great content. So yeah, and gain Gilneas is freed. So yay. Um, if you're into WoW, or even if you haven't played for a while and you're kind of thinking about picking it up again, this is a real good time to do it. Um, I watched a movie, or movie, I watched stand-up called Don French is a Huge Twat. Uh, it is a, her one-woman show, and she talks about a whole bunch of things that happened in her life and stuff where she basically uh, kind of, you know, well, came off as a huge twat. And... So it, it was really fun. I love Dawn. She's uh, one. She and Penelope Keith and Miranda Hart are three of the the British actresses who and comedians who just have really had a profound impact on me. So uh, loved it. It's on YouTube. It's totally worth the watch, especially if you like Dawn French. Go watch it and watch. Make sure you watch the. Uh, there's two versions, and one of them is the longer, fuller version. So watch that one. Um, I started to watch Gen V today. I haven't finished the first episode, but I'm already all the way into it. So um, I'll keep watching that one. I think that's the one I'm going to be binging right now. Fellow Travelers, I got up to episode, I think I'm on episode, just started episode six, um, and then found out. I thought I was on the last episode. Turns out, well, there's 10 episodes, I think. And uh, so I have more to go. It is a really well done series. Matt Bomer and Jonathan Bailey. Jonathan Bailey, of course, was from Bridgerton. Uh, He was the lead love interest in season two. Um, It is a really good show. It is hard for me to watch because it bounces between the the AIDS epi- the early AIDS epidemic and the and um, the McCarthy hearings, and those are the two things that whenever uh, the, it seems like whenever you're going to do something that's kind of gayish, gay uh, gay period piece type thing, they always pick those two periods, and I'm just kind of burned out on them. But I will still finish this out because it is a really, really well done series. And I do encourage you to go see it, to, to go watch it. 
Um, uh, Reacher season two just finished that one actually today. Uh, six episodes, six episodes, eight episodes. I forget one or the other. Um, it is a really good series. It is bloody. It is fun. It is everything that you think the Reacher season is going to be. The cast was really good. Um, and the ending was a very satisfying ending. The last episode was just like, okay, this made anything that I may have said, rolled my eyes out through any of the rest of the season, the finale made up for it. It was really good. Uh, I watched, I may have mentioned this last time. I don't think I did, but I watched the dark side of comedy with Brett Butler who uh, was the star of Grace Under Fire. Uh, if you ever wonder what happened to her or what's going on with her or what the deal with the collapse of the show or anything else is, you should watch this. It's on YouTube. There's a whole bunch of, I think it was maybe from Vice or some things. But anyway, there's a whole bunch of the Dark Side of Comedy series where they deep dive into some of the comedians and stuff who've just really struggled had a hard time uh whatever but this one is really really good and if you liked her or like her go watch this um it, it's well done and there's others there that you might like too i watched some hell's kitchen last night just to kind of watch something i didn't have to concentrate on too much and um i'm really liking the current season it might be done. I don't know. I'm on episode 10, 9 or 10. So, but uh, I already know that I want the Irish guy to win. But, eh. Probably I will. I'm watching it as well. Are I you? Want, yeah, oh. I want Jonathan to win. Jonathan. That's not the the weird guy, is he? Well, you, the guy, the only other guy with the beard. Oh, the guy with the the long long beard with the daughter. Yes. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I I I like him too. He makes some kind of dingy mistakes sometimes, but yeah, I How think far he's, are you he's in? Really cool. Good. I uh, I am. They just kicked off the 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 black lady with the the three kids. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I'm I'm all caught up. Oh, okay. So I, I think I, I still have like an episode or two to get to before I'm caught up then. But yeah, I I like the Irish guy. I do like Jonathan. There's one of the women that I like, um, but I never remember what her name is. So yeah, I'm not, not a big fan of the most of the women on the show this season. You know, I noticed that too. And that one woman who is like, well, I'm going to keep going, but I don't think I even belong here. I'm like, girl... Come on, what do you do? Oh, so the episode that I just finished was the one with the uh the where they do the taste test and then they drop the disgusting stuff on them. That's the one I just finished. Okay. Okay. I was just checking because you froze for a sec. So all right. Well let's jump into some advice here. And this comes from someone else's mom. My sister says it's just because we're so alike, but my father has set up this constant competition with me that is becoming a major pain in the ass. 
I keep hearing how when he was my age, he already had done whatever it is I happen to be currently working on. And it can be on my school's basketball team or in the Spanish club or last time then uh, it was the National Honor Society. When I do tell him something I did that normal parents would be impressed by, like when I made the captain of both varsity teams I played on last year, he gives me the so what attitude and starts comparing with uh, what he can still do as an old man uh, that's better than what I did or can do. Is this normal? Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, my um, my dad kind of he didn't do the my, he didn't do the comparison of like oh yeah I've already done that blah 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 because well he didn't it but did. it was the who cares I can beat you up type thing or who cares you're you know you're stupid but it wasn't it, but there were some uh, some things. Uh, that he definitely was very competitive with for absolutely no fucking reason. Yeah, I've, um, uh, I, I, when I see this, it just makes me think that the everyone will go, oh, it's just because he wants to be harder. Yeah, he feels he has to be harder on you. I just feel uh, he doesn't like you. That's yeah, the- or he's he's so insecure in his own self that. He's not going to give you the. the uh, see, I, I don't think that. I just think that you know, dick? He, if I mean captain of both varsity teams, that is not a light, you know, an easy thing to do. No, I mean and that, that's that uh, is a real big accomplishment. Yeah, even though we care, uh, that's a real big accomplishment, and to um, to belittle that just makes it sound like you can't do anything right for this guy, so don't even try. Right. Uh, I would just say, forget telling him. Just stop telling him shit. Well, you know, you're still going to tell him shit, but if he gives no reaction, fuck him. Who cares? Oh, well, let's see what someone else's mom had to say. Uh, Your father's reactions may uh, may not be normal in general, but they're certainly not unique. There's often a natural competitiveness between younger men and their fathers that I'm betting goes back to as far as when since humans have been around. Your father's possibly dealing with some of the insecurities that come with the territory of getting older. Huh, okay. Um, it happens to the best of us. I. It might be a good idea to let him know that you're not, in fact, competing with him. Rather, you're just working through your own goals and achievements, your own milestones on your own timetable. He will not give a shit, probably. No. Uh, it's unlikely that this will be a magic fix, but perhaps, but at least perhaps the approach will allow you to get some frustration with your dad off your chest by letting him know you're fine with how you're living your life. Hmm? Okay. <clears throat> I still say maybe kicking him in the nuts would. Oh, hey, that's horrible. Who said that? Um, all right. Hey, Chubbs, do you think it's easier for men or women to find good partners? And this comes from our Timothy. You know, honestly, I think it's easier to find good partners if you realize the kind of people that you want to be around. Hmm. Um, I personally think that 
um, that men, it, why is it that men and, you know, men straight or gay have better friendships with same sex than they do with, um, with, with the opposite sex. And I think that a lot of couples are the same way. I mean, you, you go into a relationship with somebody who's exactly opposite of you. How do you think that's going to be an easy fix? Yeah. And, and, uh, and I think that people who find the right match of the same sex, it's always going to be an easier, easier blend. I I don't know. I just, I, I, I always, I always think like when women go, I can't find a good man. It's like, because you're looking for, for somebody who's so totally different from you and mm. what, what are you going to have to talk about? Nothing. You know, you're a girly girl and you want a bodybuilder and you don't want to work out. So right there, you got no time with each other. You got nothing, nothing to compare to, nothing to, to work for, you know, I mean, it's like guys that go, um, Oh, I, I, you know, chubby chasers who go, yeah, I want a guy that uh, I want a fat man who likes to hike and camp and, uh, yeah. and, and travel and, and right. you know, go on long bike rides. It's like, fuck you. What are you, what, what are you talking about? And that's yeah. the problem. I think, I think, um, and, and, and because look at lesbians, they just match up right away. It might not work out in the long term, but it, you know, that is within everything, but with gay men and gay women, they, they, they match much easier, quicker. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the reason why it's because they have something that they have in common. Okay. You know, when, when you go, Oh, my vagina hurts, you know, and I'm looking at you like, I don't know what that means. What does that mean? That's I just don't get it. So go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I don't think it. I don't think either sex has an easier time necessarily. But uh, yeah, I I just but I do I I love seeing couples, and the best couples seem to be the ones who have common interests and common personalities. Uh, so I don't know if that's kind of playing what you're talking about, but there's yes, this guy yes, on is. YouTube that, that his channel's like Corey H or something like that. And he does these cooking things where they end up watching some little cooking thing or making a drink or something. And then he and his, his girlfriend or fiance or whatever, they do this like one minute quick video of putting it together and trying it out. And it's really good. And they both have these insane little personalities and they fit together so well. And I wish he was gay. And <sighs> anyway, moving on. Yeah. I hope that answered your question. I don't think it did though, but who cares? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. No, seriously. Hey, Chubbs. This comes from our Timothy again. If Bath and Body Works made a candle based on you, what would it smell like? Well, for Tom, it would smell like rotten egg farts um, because he talks about them a lot. No, I don't. <laughs> rotten egg farts? Well, you talk about farts a lot. Well, that's not rotten eggs. Well, you talked about that last episode, like a lot. Did I? Yeah. Okay. And yours would smell like yeah. Depression. Oh, you know me so well. I do. 
no, mine would smell like vodka and cookies baking. Oh, I like the cookies baking part. Yeah. Um, mine would smell like, oh gosh, I don't know. Uh, Desperation? No. Um, um, no, uh, probably the, uh, not. Um, yeah, let's see. I, I better stop while I'm ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, probably. Yeah, my, mine would probably smell like, um, I don't know, some sort of, I don't know, what the fuck does writing smell like? I don't know. Oh, old uh, uh, books. Oh, no. Mothballs and cat box. Okay. We don't even have a cat. Hello. No, but you got a cat box. For the dog, so it's a dog box. It's not a dog box. You I'll tell you, it's one of the best things our cat ever did before he, he left, though, uh, other than being a really sweet, wonderful kitty, is that he taught Kaya how to use a cat box. That's that's amazing. It really is. Uh, you know, uh, because... You know, uh, I, I've 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 seen people that have gotten like astroturf and uh-huh. put it on like their patio for the dog to use. Yeah, but the cat box is perfect for dogs, especially a little chihuahua. And she, oh, obviously, a little dog. I mean, well, you yeah. don't gain trying to take a dump in a cat box. Uh, you know, there was a point where we thought that Jax was going to start trying, but we did manage to take that. Yeah, when I was living with Jaina, she her cat would stand in the box and shit outside of the box. Yeah, our little our little shadow or, or no, not shadow, but socks. He kind of had that problem too sometimes. Yeah. Well, he, was he wasn't exactly. He was the best, sweetest little guy, but he had <laughs> he had some moments. All right, uh, thank you so much, Timothy, for writing in. We really appreciate that. Um, and, you know, by the way, if anybody wants to chime in and say what they think about things like that, although, you know, especially like the partners thing, we'd love to hear it. Just send it into Chubb's Gone Wild at gmail.com. And if you have any questions you'd like to ask, do the same. All right. What's in your lunchbox? Well, guess what? We have a number of things in the lunchbox because, you know been a little while starting with me mr our, our my dear friend Lori dean uh bought me some um some sushi he brought me a dragon roll and i guess that's a lemon roll i'm not sure you know sushi a little bit better than i do but it had like little tiny thin slices of lemon on top um and it had some and the uh the the fish was raw and it had some carrots and some i guess that's tofu or some sort of sauce i don't know but it was really good and that's not carrots that's um uh, fish eggs no way yeah it's i thought that was just like carrot shavings oh Oh, well it was good it's roe yeah i like roe as a lot and i've never seen the sim the lemon thing where did he go I don't know, actually. I think it was probably the little place, well, no. It was probably someplace out near Rockland, like where he works type. Because the, I guess the dragon roll, which is not the lemon one, that looks really good. It does. And that one had, that one was cooked. So, uh, and the other one was not. And, but they were both really good. So, yum, yum. How come you didn't put my stuff up? What stuff? White Castle. 
Uh, the picture's there if you would have looked at it. And Guy Fieri, uh, when I went to Guy Fieri's restaurant and I got the chicken, the chicken, chick, uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. In your text? Yes. Oh. I know you sent me a couple things a long time ago. It wasn't a oh, long wait, time ago. There. Okay. I didn't see that one. Yeah, of course you didn't. No, you're it, talking about the one with the um the chicken. pepper in, in the rolls. Oh yeah, yeah, that chicken that looks really good. Okay, I'll put that up there. The White Castle, I will put that up there if you well, want. because the, the White Castle, I want to talk about. Okay, and I'll tell you, I you know everyone talks about White Castle. Mm-hmm. It was garbage. It was garbage food. Have I've you ever never cared for it either? Oh my god, when where did you have it? Uh, well, I probably had like the frozen stuff. Oh, okay. Well, the, uh, uh, the can't imagine it being any worse than the get it fresh from the store stuff. <laughs> okay, um, but it, it was like the 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 meat was so thin it was scary. Uh, and then, I, of course, there were pickles on it, which I took off because I hate pickles on burgers. Right. Yeah. Pickles, but that. not on burgers. Um, and then we got the cheese, and you get like four of them, and it's like. I would rather have just had one really good hamburger and not all the, and their fries were crap. The whole thing was just uh, awful. I was it's shocked. It's supposed to be so good too. I don't well, everyone goes, oh, so you really like it when you're drunk and you pick up a, a like a 10 pack of them and you're just, Dah. and I'm like, oh my God, I, I had trouble forcing down four of them. I mean, granted, I wasn't high at the time. Mm. Um, but it was gross. It was just gross. Yeah, that's was, what they say with um uh, that's the only time I like Del Taco is after like I I've been like really drinking. Other than that, I don't like Del Taco at all. Yeah, when I was a kid it was uh out, at least out here it was Jack in the Box. And you would go uh-huh. get because the tacos were you got two for a dollar. Mm-hmm. So I mean, even back when I was a kid, I think they were two for a dollar. And 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 I, I could see that because they're kind of greasy and they're kind of uh, they've got some kind of protein in it. Maybe I don't know what it is. And you get a slice of cheese and it's crunchy. So it's, that's good food for a hangover, not hangover, but drunk. But, oh, my God, it was just awful. Now, the Guy Fieri thing, the chicken was really good. Um, the And the, 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 the cornbread with the jalapeno in it was the size of a coaster. And it's about as thick. It was terrible. Um, so uh, I was not impressed. I was impressed. I liked the chicken, but the most of it was. I was really surprised. We got there and they didn't have any uh, trash can nachos. Oh, and that's kind of the thing you go to guys' place for is the trash can nachos. Okay. So we were disappointed in that, but and but not disappointed enough to well disappointed not enough disappointed to come back the next day when they would have nachos again because the food was not that good. I'm really surprised. Yeah, I was too. I but mean, the, had, I mean, that roll looks really, or the bit. The chicken was excellent. The chicken was really good. Yeah. Uh, but the, and the, um, um, uh, but when he had a restaurant here in town, it closed because it was awful. So wow. maybe, maybe it's just, um, I don't know. I don't know, but okay. Let's go ahead uh, to um, 
Okay, well, I got I just got those photos up there on Facebook. So uh, if you want to see what Tom was just talking about, go check that out. Uh, and you can check out the other stuff too. We do have some. Uh, well, we have one from Baron, uh, our Baron Frosty here, and you see that I love that plate that he sent. Oh, it's, it's yeah, right yeah. below Moose's. Yes. Um, and then he said, listening to you two men while making my lunch, tuna and Swiss on naan. Yum. I have never thought about putting something like that on a naan bread. Of course, well, you know, now that I found out I'm allergic to tuna, I don't have it that much anymore. You're allergic to tuna as well? I thought it was shellfish. Uh, it's tuna and shrimp. I know. Just kill yourself. Something that I've been eating all my life, and then gone, oh, well, maybe that's why I broke out. But I really like the idea of the non, though. That's a really good idea. Yeah, I, it really is. In fact, I need to like look at some non bread because I haven't had any in a long time. Okay, well, I mean, more than just look at it, I need to like buy it. So, yeah. Well, in the small, that would just be odd to go to a store and look at it. Because usually they're the size of a tortilla. Mm-hmm. You got it smaller. Um, and where it was more the size of like, because this is probably a uh, not a dinner plate. This is probably a, um, a salad plate. Mm-hmm. So, so one that was about half the size of regular tortilla size. And right. then you can get two of those. And yeah, I like this idea a yeah. lot. I stopped eating tortillas. I was eating them for a long time. I really liked liked them, but I just stopped. You know how many calories are in a, to- a single tortilla? It's ridiculous. Yeah. But it, right. it's, it's a vehicle for other stuff. True. Yeah. I mean, try to All have right. a quesadilla without a tortilla. That's true. I love soft tacos with just a bunch of sour cream in it. Just so good. All so right. It's the only thing you put in the tortilla? Well, I put a little meat and cheese. Oh, okay, okay. But for the most part, it's all about the sour cream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, let's see. Mr. Moose wrote in and uh, sent some amazing photos, including a new burger place opened out in the suburbs called Backyard Burgers. Flame-grilled burgers with each patty a third of a pound. Good idea. But the burger was slightly overcooked. Pepper jack cheese on the burger. Fries were a little soggy. Chicken tenders were good. Well, I'm sorry that happened because when I'm looking at this photo, it looks really good. I know. This makes me want to go, hurry up. I've got to eat something. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Uh, Also, cooked white bean and corn chicken chili. Smells good. Looks good, too. Nice big chunks of chicken in that. Um, we have some walnut chocolate chip. Cookies. By the way, Moose was, uh, he liked the pictures before we even started recording. Oh, that that's because he's on it. I saw it on the screen. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uh, also here are some sugar cookies. Those look like really fun sugar cookies. I love good home baked sugar cookies. I just like baked home baked cookies. They, 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 well, yeah. Well, you know, because you go to the store. I mean, Mrs. Fields was different. Mm-hmm. They they were always they they taste they felt home baked mm-hmm. and extra special home baked 
cookies. But you go to like even Costco. You go to Costco, they have a funny taste to them. They, yes. they have a different chew. You go to Safeway, uh-huh. they're dry. They're yeah. you know that they're, they're they you don't taste the butter when you're eating. The, it's just yep. And I don't t- you don't taste any butter. And yeah, you're right. There's a plasticky kind of. My favorite cookies, well, actually, my favorite cookies, I think, Tahoe, Pepperidge Farms, Tahoe, I don't know. Yes. They're, yeah. they're chocolate, white chocolate macadamia uh, cookie. Oh, yeah, we've, That's we've my favorite type of cookie is white chocolate macadamia. Yeah, it's the best. It really yeah. is. Uh, okay. And then we got, okay. E, we, be, 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 What's e, the next cookie? Um, well, it's early on a Saturday morning. We survived a lot of crazy winter storms this week. Temperatures are going to drop all day today, and we're heading into the teens and 20s for the next week or two. I need some happy food. So I baked three pans of cookies, walnut chocolate chip, sugar, and oatmeal with no raisins. Oh, no. Oh, moose. Uh, Sending pictures on separate emails. Here are oatmeal. No, they aren't symmetrical. Did I mention it's early in the morning? Too damn early to worry about what they look like. Actually, they look really good. I know. I'm thinking uh, it doesn't matter. It's a cookie. Yeah. Because you look at the, like the walnut chocolate chip, there's that, that, uh, the one that looks kind of like, what is that? Is that, um, uh, St. Louis? I mean, uh, Missouri? Arkansas, maybe it's Arkansas. Looks uh, like Arkansas. Yeah, uh, and but you know what happens? I always use the scoop, the um, mm-hmm. uh, the the, the medium size ice cream scoop for the cookies, and then but you know unfortunately sometimes they just melt in together, and then you kind of cut them out the way you want to. But um, it's, it's a cookie. I don't care if it's square or round or diamond shaped. Just give it to me. Oh yeah, a good a good uh, Toll House pan bake cookie to me. That's really good too. Um, wow. I used to just get flour and sugar and butter and well, basically that and, and an egg, probably depending on the recipe and just throw it together when we had like next to nothing and make a basic drop cookie. Well, right. remember, remember you always have cinnamon around. Oh, that's true. I do like cinnamon on cookies too. But, but um, you know, cause people like, Oh, well, you know, I don't have any chips to put in it. It's like, you know, dust them with some cinnamon sugar. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Homemade chili with sour cream. Yeah. Uh, side of Fritos. Uh, this batch of chili turned out really good, spicy but not too hot. Lots of lean beef. Mm, I do love a really good chili. Yeah, I made one. Uh, I made chili a couple days ago, and I don't think Sean liked it as much as normal. Really? Yeah. Is he feeling okay? I don't know. I, maybe it wasn't spicy enough. Uh, you know, it was. I mean, it was it was okay. I felt it too. I felt it too. And the the first, but, but so I, I have, I, I have a whole thing of chili left. So mm-hmm. what I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, basically make a chili dip out of it. Oh yes. So 
So heat it up, put some uh, cheese on it, put some, I've got some, probably some, slice some jalapenos, put it over it because he likes those. And then the sour cream and then get some nice chips from the uh, grocery store that makes their own chips. Uh-huh. Always, and just do like a, a chili cheese dip with it. Oh, that sounds really good. The first time that I ever really made a real chili and winged it myself, I actually made it so hot that um, said they turned it into dips and it was good, but it was too hot as chili. Right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, by the way, I have a friend. I have a friend. Well, kind of a friend. I know someone. I know someone who um, I caught eating sour cream out of the tub with a spoon. Okay, that's even a little much for me, but okay. I mean, it was like this. It's like I open, I came around the the refrigerator door, and it's like, oh gosh. And 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 they had been there for more than just one spoonful. Oh, yeah. well, you know, we all have our own thing. You know, I like to occasionally take a swig of um, half and half, and yeah. other people just think that's disgusting. And for me, it's like, well tastes good i mean i wouldn't sit there and drink a whole glass of it but you know some people probably probably would i don't know well um, they use half and half at starbucks all the time to instead of creamer they use half and half makes sense all right golden rule services want you to know about an important tool in preventing you from contracting hiv PrEP is a medication proven to be 99 percent effective in preventing hiv infection to learn more about PrEP, visit sacgrs.org. And find Tom's other podcast at swanerandjud.com. Wait, Timothy I- Burkhart just gave yummy to the uh, um, to Moose's cookies. I would give uh, yummy to Moose's cookies, too. And his cookies as well. All right. Uh, <laughs> find my books at justkissetheguy.com. Find all of our links at allmylinks.com slash Chubbs Gone Wild. And give us a call at 40869 Chubbs. Yes. And we are so glad to be back with you. And uh, thank you all so much for everything that you do, for supporting us, for tuning in, for sending us things, for being part of our Patreon. Just thank you. And we love you. And we will catch you next week. Bye. A network of inclusion. Univospods.net. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. This has been a, for fuck's sake, production.